Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that said, let's get on on the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What is going on, guys? My name is Hussein, and welcome to the Backend Engineering Show. Today's topic is right amplification database right amplification you know guys this is one of the reasons uh, that uber have moved from postgres to mysql and we obviously talked about that move that is not entirely approved by the community because uh, uber did miss a lot of things in that article but it was a valid reason nevertheless so right amplification if you don't know guys it's like a phenomena where your update statement or your sql or whatever write you're performing logically the actual physical representation of that write is double or not triple or maybe a magnitude more order of magnitude more than the actual logical right so you would think like hey i just updated a single field in a single row but you look at the disk usage at that point and you see it doing thousands and thousands and thousands of kilobytes like what what i did i i merely updated a 32-bit integer what the heck happened the right amplification you can look at it from three tiers the first thing which i kind of i saw from building apps right and i call it the application right amplification the second type is the database right amplification and the third type is the disk right amplification which is the ssd right amplification i'm going to talk about the three of them you're gonna have you can see jump codes on youtube and i'm gonna put the same jump codes in the podcast where you can jump into the interesting part of thing Uh, ssds are infamous for uh, write amplification so i'm gonna talk about that and then database which is something that is hidden from you it depends really database platform and then the application itself which is kind of your fault as a backend engineer (laughs) so let's jump into each one of them all right so let's start with the application write amplification and this is maybe your end user is expecting something right but it turns out that the actual work behind that api single call or update is magnificently larger for example your taking your to-do item hey i just done this task but so to to the to the developer the front-end developer in this case calling that api to kind of just hey i just deleted i just i just marked this as done right so 
for the development thing, oh, this is just an update statement. Maybe I own a single row. But a backend developer could have written this application in a way so that, it, hey, it goes to the to-do app, mark that to-do as done, and then goes to another table, maybe inserts that row into another archive table. Hey, the Hussein have done, has washed the dishes, for example. It goes into another, so that's two rights. And then maybe uh, you have another table maintaining the count of the tasks that you've done. So you your increment or your update another table with the actual work. So one single API translates to many, many writes. And obviously, there's this goes downstream and affects that thing. So this is the simplest part of thing. You think it's a single write, but at the actual API implementation, it does a lot of things. And, and relational databases are designed this way, especially if you have normalized table where you have many, many tables that you have to kind of maintain and keep it consistent, right? That doesn't mean, obviously, NoSQL is, is infamous of that. Obviously, it has its own limitation as well. But now this is the first type, the application write amplification. Your app claims to do one thing, but actually behind the scene is doing way, 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 way more. Another famous thing is delete. Some people implement deletes as as, a, as an actual update and an insert. Some people implement deletes as... A, as a logical delete, right? Where they do more and more work at the back end. Uh, so it really depends. So that's a application write amplification. Let's talk about database write amplification. And this is, whenever you hear write amplification, it could be either the, uh, the database write amplification or the other one, which is the SSD write amplification. So the database write amplification is, is a property that is hidden from you as a database platform. I'm going to give the example of Postgres because it's the most uh, infamous and it is the exact same thing as MySQL, but with a MyISIM storage engine, right? They both work almost identically in this case, almost, not, not quite. So let's say you have a table with six columns, right? Five columns have an index, indexes, each has an index on them. And the last column, which is the sixth column, doesn't have an index. So if you execute a, uh, an update statement, you pulled a single row on this table, and then you updated one of the columns, let's say column one, which happened to have an index on them in Postgres, this is what will happen. Postgres will create a brand new row. That's how it works. Always any update, any modification on the tuple, always create a new tuple ID. There is a tuple ID that ident uniquely identifies the rows. Yeah, it will create a new one with the new values that you have. A copy, exact copy. We have to update the corresponding index because we changed the value. So now we update the index. That's something we have to do anyway, right? So that's another right. So we inserted a new row and now we want to go to the index and change that tuple ID from pointing to the old row, it points to the new row. And we also change the value. We introduce the new value that you inserted in that tuple in that, right? So we now it's almost two changes, right? You might say, Hussein, what about the rest of the indexes? These five indexes still point to the old row. Postgres used to update those indexes to point to the new tuple. And that's what Uber didn't like back in what, 9.1 or 9.2? I don't remember. And so, so the right volume, volume that is happening as a result was enormous, right? Especially when you start 
you did a single update now you're touching all these indexes and if you have a lot of indexes all of a sudden these indexes have to be touched despite them not being changed if you think about it they were not changed but postgres actually solved this problem i don't remember when maybe it was 9.4 or 9.3 by introducing something called the heap only tuple the hot tuple that essentially uh, it's a trick so that, okay uh since we didn't really change the value, if we didn't really change a value, we don't really go to the index to update it because that's that's just wasteful, right? So they, they definitely fix that. The heap-only tuple will create uh, the row, the new row, the tuple ID, and then points the old row to the new one. They say, hey, by the way, if anyone happened to land on the old row, tell them that there is a new version of this there is a new uh, heap only tuple that points the only limitation here is it has to be in the same page right if the page is full then you cannot really do that right that's that's why it's called heap only that's why will full factor come in you have to choose the correct fill factors it's a really complex thing to understand you have to be really careful when you're building this stuff anyway so it used to do that but no not anymore but i wanted to give this example so write amplification is a thing especially with postgres but it could be with any really any other database let's say you did another one single update you updated one row with many values you changed almost all columns right there is no way in mysql on postgres and oracle we have to do we wrote one single value one single row but as a result, we have to touch all the indexes. That's another write amplification. Okay? Because if you look at the update statement, it's a, logically, it looks to me like updated a single row. But to the database, you actually did more and more work. You did a lot, a lot of physical work. Right? And when I say physical here, I mean database physical, right? Because it gets really confusing when I say logical and physical. Where are you really? When I say logical database write is the SQL and physical database writes are essentially the wall changes, the write ahead logs, right? All these actual changes that you have, the pages, right? But when it comes to the SSD, which is the next topic, that's a different beast, right? Physical and logical becomes different things. Okay, now... This is the database write amplification, very powerful. You have to really understand it, right? So that's the second type of amplification. Now that goes to the final one, which is a very infamous one with the write amplification. And even if you go to the wiki page, when you write write amplification, that's the only one that shows up anyway, which is the SSD write amplification. So to, to, to talk about that, we really need to understand how SSD really works, right? So SSD guys have this idea of someone invented something called the charge trap is a technique where you can store multiple level of electrons right you can from zero electrons up to the certain levels and the quantity of the electrons determine certain values and this is the trick we use to correspond to this and these charge traps are put into cells like so a cell can have a lot of charge traps and as a result one single cell can have up to the recent newer stuff up to 16 different charge levels so if you do the math right with the computer science 16 is how many bits it's four bits right so that means each cell can store four bits and once you charge them you store them you can turn off electricity 
works. It's persisted. It stays for ages. It does not go it does not get released right and you can essentially read those values back and then based on the quantity of number of electrons you say okay this oh this is zero 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 oh this is zero 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 one oh this is zero zero one zero this is oh this is one 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 based on this trick they build the entire ssd so now they took a one cell they organize it into a row and then the rows becomes the, 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 the pages right so there is a page has many cells and many rows right so think of a page now this have a lot of these charge traps so a, 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 um, a page can have a lot of bits stored in it and you can do that and then pages are organized into blocks right and here's the trick here right so now you have you have control of a block that has many pages and this is what we're interested in here at this level right if you love to read more about it i'm going to reference a video that i absolutely love it's a very technical low level thing if you're going and learn more about it ssd it's very good animations too i loved it so so now this is what we need to understand block and pages however nothing is free obviously here's the condition with uh, ssds yeah you can write stuff for us. You can write in pages, right? As long as the page is empty. It doesn't have anything, right? It doesn't have any levels, okay? As long as the page is empty, you can write anything you want in it, right? And when you write it, we're going to store it. But if there is a page that is already has some content in it, and you want to update that content to something else, Let's say you have a bunch of rows and you have values. You want to update something. You have to erase this page and write it back. You cannot just overwrite it, right? That's impossible. So what the SSD does when you want to update, so what, what it does is, says, okay, let's just write the new value into a brand new page and then leave the old page as a stale, mark it as stale. So future people can clean it up if they want to use a future request right and here's another limitation in the ssd you cannot clean up one page at a time you have to clean a whole block and here's you can see some pictures here of the block a block has many pages right and a page i think it's 8k or something like that if i come with with a payload i want to update a page right i have a block with three pages i have four pages let's write them a b c d we just write them back right there Okay, and then let's follow that. You can see the second picture. I took this from Wikipedia resources, right? And then let's follow it up with writing E, F, G, H, right? And then so that's four pages. But I also want to uh, update pages A, B, C, D. So an update, what does it do? It marks those old A, B, C, D pages as stale and then writes new four pages in the same block. So now this block is filled. If you have new writes that you want to come in and you want to use this block, you cannot use it. To the SSD drivers, this is filled. This block is filled. You cannot use it at all. all right? And as a result, it's, it's just filled. You cannot use that block. So there's this process that's called garbage collection, right? And it runs asynchronously. It cleans up this kind of thing so so this block has four pages that are in use then and it's costing us a lot of precious page memory space right so what we do is hey garbage collection move all the active pages from this block into a brand new block and then just slam that 
blah block shut clean flush the whole thing clean it up so i can use it and i can start using all the free spaces so now my pages have moved to the block the second block and i have now for, for around four spaces that i can use to write this stuff right that's why ssds do not like updates because of this thing right you you're marking this pressure old pages as stale and then writing in the new locations every time as opposed to new fresh nice sequential writes right every time you're just using new pages you're never touching the old pages so if you don't touch old pages if you don't touch old data you're never gonna mark these pages as stale and you're never gonna have blocks with stale pages which is the worst thing you can do if you have blocks with stale pages that have been updated the the garbage collection is gonna kick in and the wear leveling another thing that's gonna kick in which is is gonna start flushing and moving new pages to uh to the to new blocks and then flushing blocks all this work all the ssd is, is gonna do as a side effect of your original write, right so updates are or the worst thing you can do to SSDs, right? Like SSDs, like SSDs, uh, SSDs always like beautiful, just single writes, right? That's why B trees, right? If you, if you go to the databases, B trees causes this kind of behavior over time on SSDs because is the even if you're doing only inserts, B trees still need to get updated. You're updating in place a B3 pointer. You're updating in place B3's locations. You're rebalancing the trees. And when you do that, B or BP plus three, when you do an update, what do you do with this SSD? You go to that page where it exists, slam it as stale, and then take that value, take the new value and write it to a new block. So now, the more you do this, the more you're gonna have blocks with stale data, and when you have blocks with stale data, garbage collection will gonna kick in. This can start moving your precious block to some place, which is an expensive process. I think it's gonna happen again and again and again. Eventually, your SSD will gonna wear down very, very quickly, right? Because it's gonna you're gonna start using all your pages in unnecessarily. Let's let's put it this way, right? And when you start using all the pages in SSD. SSDs have this algorithm with wear leveling where they essentially says, okay, I have this page sitting for years. Nobody touched this and nobody written in that page. And maybe I, I forgot to mention that, but the page has only limited number amount of time to write after which it just dies. That page location just dies. You cannot write to it after, uh, maybe right, 2,500 times or whatever. There is always, the SSD has a lifetime, right? So, there will be, if you, without wear leveling, there will be pages that is very busy where you are writing to it a lot, this physical location, right? And there will be pages that are never touched. So they will be unbalanced. So wear leveling is an SSD concept where it just really balanced this thing. It says, okay, hey, this is a cold page from 1998. Nobody touched it. Let me move it to a new location and let me use that precious location to write new pages because you're doing all these updates right eventually all right so as the the more you're doing that the more we're living gonna kick in and it's gonna start using all these pages all your ssds in a, in a balanced manner right so updates always 
kills your SSD faster. When I say that, I'm talking years and years, obviously. I'm not talking about months here, right? So, yeah, that's why uh, uh, people came in with uh, log structure merge tree as an append only so that we are having nice inserts uh, tucked in together so my blocks don't have these stale pages and always have a consecutive consecutive pages that are never updated and as a result ssds love this stuff you're going to have pages that are never updated as a result they're clean right if you go back to old pages and start updating them eh, ssd have to move them to a new location they have this block now all of a sudden have a, a stale page and all of the other pages are used so it has to move those pages to somewhere else and flush it and reuse it and, and that's a lot of work for the ssd all right guys so that was the right amplification from the application point of view from the database point of view and from the ssd so your single to do marking the to do app as done if you're doing that single update that the front-end developer thinks that you're doing a single update, but you're actually touching all these tables. And those tables kick in the database write amplification, which, hey, each table has, like, you know, seven indexes, and this table have three indexes, and this table have, I don't know, four four indexes. Those, if you're touching those, obviously, values with indexes, then those corresponding indexes have to be touched. And uh, here's another one, right? Uh, in Postgres, there's this concept of toast tables, where a string there's a long string it never stored in line right it's, it's stored in another table that's a toast table so that table need to be updated so the right amplification just triples if you need double it's just like order of magnitude it's a lot of work and then now all these writes which some of them are updated some of them are inserts it translates to ssd write amplification at the physical disk level right so all these pages that you have to update and then move the new page right mark the old page as stale move the uh, create a new page and then have the ssd point the logical page pointer to the new page physical page because that that's another thing the physical and the logical is an ssd concept i know guys it's a very complex uh, topic but i just uh, wanted to make a video raw like that it's a very, very important topic to understand. And then we're going to have to make a new and more and more videos about this. And maybe I'm going to make a, a practical video discussing this in details. All right. Guys, I'm going to see you in the next one. This has been the Backend Engineering Show. This was a right amplification. Just keep an eye on it. It's really critical. Goodbye.